0: Yes, Connor.
1: Did you hear about the video
0: game news recently? Well, which video game news would that be, Connor?
1: Well, I I guess I have to be specific, wouldn't I? Uh, (laughs) Well, I heard from a little uh, little bird not too recently, a little bird by the name of Brandon, one of our friends. Yes. Uh, He brought up the fact that Republic Commando,
0: Uh
1: uh, the old Xbox shooter, uh, is going to be coming to the Switch, apparently. Nice. That's going to be exciting. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I have yet to actually play it, but I remember you saying you've tried it
0: before. I have I've played it all the way through. Uh I actually I had it on, well I have it on PC. Ooh. Um yeah, I think it genuinely was like the last like PC-based game that I've played because <laughs> I mean I don't have a powerful like gaming rig or anything. But, well, that's fair. But, you know, it it was capable of running this 16-year-old game from <laughs> it, well, it might have been 14 years old when I last played it, but
1: as long as I can get one to play like one of those old old like educational games that came with like the windows 95 that's all like, that matters to me
0: like the spelling tutors yeah, right. yeah. Gadgets like, and i gizmos. still need that stuff
1: yeah I mean, come on what are you talking about
0: carmen san diego it was the one that was like every word that you spell correctly you got to punch the other guy yeah you got closer <laughs> and closer yeah that I was always taste. my my favorite <laughs> Well, literary
2: violence, <laughs> uh,
1: according to a supposed leak on uh, Twitter, uh, I was leaked by Asper Media that they are working on the port for the Republic Commando game. And
0: they're the ones that they're have done all the other ports, ports so of, far. Like, Podracer, Racer, racer and
1: Jedi Outcast. Yeah. Uh, apparently they're working on KOTOR as well. Yes. That's the that's that was the rumor. biggest rumor. Yeah. And now this is another potential. This is more likely than KOTOR right now. Mm. I think the KOTOR rumor came more out of just uh you know, there was people who worked on it prior, right. sport being hired to work on this or yes. something like that. But I, it's exciting. Uh It's one of those games that I was I was upset that I never got a chance to play, and I was yeah. always I always felt like if I had if I wanted to play it, I'd have to actually go and buy an original Xbox to play it. And I'm like, <laughs> uh-huh. as cool as a concept as it sounds, yeah. Don't I,
0: do that. I really
1: <laughs> don't want to get an original Xbox if I can help it.
0: Where are you gonna put
1: it? Yeah, so i say saying the thing's this massive. Things are,
0: yeah, <laughs> things are tanks.
1: <laughs> uh. I need to like. Move my car out of the garage <laughs> yeah. and put it in there. Yeah.
0: It was
2: the first console I ever had. I really? kept it forever ah. until the tray just decided, no, I'm not working anymore.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, hey, man, that's that's how old systems go. That's my PS2 was that way, too. Yeah. I, had to, I had to give it up because of the fan issue and stuff like that. Oh, yes. I got the Red Rings of Death on my 360. Oof. I you know everyone's felt that. Yeah. Uh, you know what else I felt is "oota up, to Oot's up, everybody. Hello and welcome to Greedish Shot First. My name's Connor. I'm Andrew. Yeah, we're here to talk Star Wars, all things Star Wars, and anything even freaking related to Star Wars. And today, gang, <laughs> we are at it with a new round of reviews. Uh, we are going to be doing season seven of the Clone Wars. Uh, we've done this before. We've uh, we've actually reviewed our top five. Clone War arcs. Yes. Uh, it's going to be hard to come back to a, a subject like that because there was there was honestly so many arcs in that show. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still going through them now, especially uh, with The Mandalorian, like the first couple seasons come out. Mm-hmm. And I've already explained to you guys off mic that I've, I've had uh, uh, my wife and one of her girlfriends that were interested in learning more about this. So it was finally... Uh, just a chance to like actually sit down and go through them again with somebody else, and just like watch these stories and try not to nerd out nearly as much. But I that couldn't help it. <laughs> but it was still fun to go back and like we watched like the Mandalorian plot and mm-hmm. um, you know everything leading up to. What would eventually be what we're going to review today, season seven.
0: Did you do like the Leo with the beer thing the first time that uh <laughs> like, Bo Katan oh, shows yeah. up?
1: It's like, that's her. Well, actually, no, it was fun. It was so good. I had I had a perfect moment where they knew who <laughs> Bo Katan was and uh-huh. they saw Bo Katan the first time, and then eventually there's that whole it was the Lawless episode. Right. And it come to the point where they were like Wait a minute. Hold on. She's what? <laughs> and like they, they it's they they got surprised. And I was like, yes, it worked. <laughs> so, you know, I got very excited about it. So, uh, yeah. Otherwise, uh, I don't know. It was a uh, it was a good time. I I am I'm, I'm very excited about it and I'm very excited to get into uh my pick for it. Um so we're going to do what we're going to do is for the next I think 3 episodes, including this one, yes. we're going to be covering Uh, Each arc there are three certain arcs in season seven uh, and we're going to start with today the first arc Uh, episodes one through four and this is the bad batch arc easy enough
0: that's simple enough simple enough. Yes, Uh, we are introduced to The Bad Batch, which, of course, now they will be getting their own series, which will be Star Wars, The Clone Wars, The Bad Bad Batch.
1: Batch. I'm so excited about it. Yes. Especially because having going back through and rewatching this again, you just see how cool the characters are. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah, I'll be honest. Like, having rewatched it to prep for this, I honestly kind of came away with a better impression of the... Like of Clone Force ninety nine, mm-hmm. The Bad Batch. Then, the first time I watched it, where I was just kind of like, I mean, yeah, you it's know. cool, but like, it's
1: I think I feel like if you had put The Bad Batch in, say, like you know, it was between four and five or something like that, like really in the middle of the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. they would have been a forgotten arc right yeah. and there. They would have been a cool arc to say the least, but they would have been one of those ones where it's like they it wouldn't have been as notable.
0: Yeah, and there know. are definitely some interesting elements that I think are are salient moving forward in terms of them getting their own show yes. that just, w- as you say, would have been totally absorbed if that this story happened anywhere else.
1: All the same. It's it's still a very good, uh, very good story to tell, and we're going to tell it. But I'm going to say the uh, the the names of each episode, and I'm going to give a little description of each episode, just a synopsis that they give from Disney Plus. Go for it. So episode one is simply titled "The Bad Batch," and uh, the synopsis goes: Captain Rex and the Bad Batch must infiltrate an enemy base on Anaxes. Episode two is titled "A Distant Echo." Anakin Skywalker, Rex, and the Bad Batch make a shocking discovery on Skeko Minor. And in episode three, on the wings of Kiridex, uh, after their escape, Anakin Skywalker and the clones defend a local village. And then uh, number four is unfinished business. Anakin Skywalker and the Bad Batch attempt to gain a victory for the Republic. Now just kind of go over a little consensus on what this whole thing is. It starts off with the uh, the outer rim sieges. We've heard about this a little bit just in passing from Revenge of the Sith. Yes, but this is ultimately. This is another thing we need to bring up is that this is the the arc. These are the. This is the season that's going to connect to Revenge of the Sith. This right. is like the biggest. This is the reason why season seven came back in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we kind of see that, we see the Outer Rim Sieges in effect, and it's happening on the planet of Anaxes, and they're just, they're holding their own, they're trying to get a win, but each time they use a strategy, they're getting defeated, and uh, that's where uh, I think it's Captain Rex comes in and says, okay, we need, to, uh, we need to, we need to do something that's unexpected, because somehow they're reading our tactics, and thus they bring in the Bad Batch Clone Force 99. Yes. Uh clone force what is it? They're they they're uh defective clones. They actually say defective clones with
0: experimental dis- Unit clone force ninety nine. They're defective clones with uh desirable mutations, Tations. says clone commander cody. Cody. Well Cody's cc very two, two 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 four. <laughs>
1: He's a very proper gentleman, so what do we what do you expect, right? Exactly. Uh, but
0: so diplomatic to the last.
1: So who are the Bad Batch, Andrew?
0: So the Bad Batch is consisted of four separate clone commandos. Mm. Uh, the they are led by Clone Sergeant Hunter, mm-hmm. who has enhanced sensory abilities.
1: So he can smell and see and hear and touch. <laughs> yes, he and can touch you from a mile away. Yeah,
0: apparently he has like. A, <laughs> He can pick up on magne- like electromagnetic senses as well. He
1: can hear droids, in other words, I'm sure. That's exactly. That's kind
2: of his thing. He could sniff them out.
0: It is will. a little weird. Like, I don't. You know, you look at him, and he's like this Rambo-looking character, like straight
2: up a Rambo-looking like, yeah. character with, <laughs> the, the, with Dead the Dead ringer anime. animated Rambo. <laughs> so, oh my god!
0: And like I kind of always forget that he does have like a mutation as well. Yes, yeah, so because did. like sometimes it's just like okay, he's just like the leader of them,
1: but
2: he has a big buck knife. Yes, you know. So cool. Will they have that whole scene in that the Bad Batch episode where they're like? What's his deal? Yeah. <laughs> he tolerates everybody yeah, else.
1: Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got long saying, hair? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, That's but not so, regulation. But anyway. to move on. Uh, so we have, beyond that, we have Crosshair, a clone with eyesight and marksmanship that allowed him to excel in long-distance firefights.
1: You need to hit anything from 10 meters, or what, 10 kilometers, he's 10 your clicks. man. 10 clicks, yes, he says. He's your man.
0: Yes, we've got Wrecker, a reckless clone with enhanced muscular form,
1: essentially the Hulk of the group. Yes, which I
0: love and Tech, a clone with enhanced mental capacity and intelligence. <gasps>
1: Nerd, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, he is super nerdy. He is I mean, very not nerdy. just like because of like the glasses <laughs> and other reasons, but like He's I mean, he he, does, he genuinely is just like, oh, I'm the translator, <laughs> I'm the translator and I'm the computer hacker well, and. A- <laughs>
1: It's at one point where he's like, he records everything. It's a hobby. Like, <laughs> it's like, it, it's like, of course, it's a hobby. Yeah, it's what he does. Man. Almost
2: reminded, like, on first appearance and like first hearing him. Like, well, actually, he yes. reminded me of the annoying kid on the. Uh, in uh the polar express
0: <laughs> <laughs> well actually
1: it's referred to it's a it's a steam engine or whatever like i, I know what you're talking it's, about yeah. oh my god well that's just it yeah so between like between all four of them they all have their personalities they all have their quirks and everything like that crosshair is a no nonsense kind of just straightforward person doesn't,
0: doesn't like to talk very much at all as yeah. opposed to tech who just he just does can't not stop. stop
1: and then record just laughs yeah, and he's like, I'm ah. like, I'm not afraid of heights, it's just a problem with gravity. You know, that's his deal.
0: <laughs> if I were as big as he is Oh
1: yeah, man. Well, the air gets thin up here. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know, the hair and the air for me anyways. But still, uh so the the four episodes like I said just it's simply enough they they have to get on an axis, they have to win. They they're just trying to get a republic win. For whatever reason they're getting their butts kicked and they realize that there's this algorithm and the algorithm is predicting their every move, and they're like, "If we could shut down the algorithm, we can have a better chance to actually end the siege, and thus hopefully end the war." Exactly. And that's kind of where this all starts off. And so, right off the bat, uh, just like, what's everyone's first impression of uh, where they actually like with their first crash landing? I yes. guess you should say, because like they they're they're on just your run of the mill gunship, and then they get shot down, <laughs> and like all of a sudden they're like. They, they, This is another thing. So they're shot down. And everyone gets out nice and fine, except for the pilots and Cody. And they're like, But Cody's trapped under there. And then like he's like, But it it's like you can't get you can't move Cody. And he's like, He's not moving Cody. He moves the whole ship. And he like tips the ship over. And so he, if you pay attention, you can see the lifeless body of the pilot yes. yeah. just flop around. <laughs> I like, did notice. that. They didn't that. even bother trying for the pilot at that point. Yeah. They're like, We gotta get the commander out. Yeah. But that and was then a, the
0: ship blows up. But that was a great oh.
2: shot. <laughs> he's but, but then away he p- because he's walking way. He picks him up boom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it was cool. But like, if you hadn't seen that lifeless body, like flop around, it would have been like, Oh, oh, that was a little grotesque. Yeah. That's what, that's what the clone wars (laughs) are. There's always that like
0: subtle, (laughs) like, you know, this is beyond the uh, pale somewhat. (laughs) War
1: War
2: is hell. This is a kid's show.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, even to that end. So like the, the explosion of said ship gives their position away. And so this is where we start to see the bad batch, Get into action, Yes. and to to the point where you realize that th- they don't have a battle strategy so much as a list of plans. Yes, because they go battle plan eighty two or something like that. Like they just throw out a number and they're like, "Okay, let's do it." And like shockwave, shockwave, that's what it was. <laughs> and so they grab a piece. You know, Wrecker grabs this piece of the ship and he uses it like you know uh, uh, a shield, a human like it just like and they run towards the droids like it's nothing. They take out this whole battalion like it's nothing. I loved it. It, it is.
0: It is a cool sequence, um, and again, like I think that's something that grew on me a lot after the first time I watched it. Like, oh, this is, you know, just, just kind of like yeah, cartoon violence, in exactly. A sense. But but then it was like, uh, you know, I see what they're doing and and how this plan is unfolding. And like, you could
1: see each each member in the very first fight have their own, like yes. s- they stand out. Yeah. Even though Wrecker's like doing most of it by bringing that like big piece forward and acting as the shield, Yeah. you have uh, Longshot taking the shots, you have Hunter throwing the ball and you have Tech calling out the shots. And it's yeah. like, they all work as a unit. They know what they're doing. And you can see why they, they do what they do. They have the highest success record of any squad in Republic or something like that. So like they're they're unparalleled. Yes. So also, I don't know if we mentioned uh, the fact that they're called Clone Force 99 or whatever. Task Force well, 99. Yes. Why is that?
0: Well, so that goes back to uh, Clone Trooper 99,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who was an a, a defect who worked at the cloning facilities on Kamino.
1: Yes. He was like, he was aged almost too quickly, like a rapid aging. Yes. So he was, he, was, I mean, it, it's just a run of the mill clone, except uh, instead of twice the speed, it was like four times the speed. So he's a very old gangly man.
0: And, and he uh, was during the battle of Kamino, oh, when the God. Uh, separatists try to destroy the cloning facilities he steps up and is a true hero.
1: He is the truest. He, he is, was the real hero. Yes.
0: The best of us. The best of
1: us. Get off
2: of my lawn, he
0: says.
1: He really did. He was like, I don't like your comedians, uh, whatever. But still, yes. that was that was emotional. And so, I, liked, um, I liked that they added that little detail in there. And even, even uh, Rex says as much. He's like, 99, huh? Nice, nice touch, <laughs> nice touch. So <laughs> exactly, but cool things like that. Yeah. So uh, I guess we
0: should mention. So I mean, obviously, we talked about Commander Cody is there and yes. Rex. We also have uh, Jesse, but yes, we have, uh, Arc Trooper. What's his number? Sixty-seven. No, nope. That's fifty-five ninety-seven.
1: Um, right. Okay. And
0: we have CT six one one six, who is kicks kicks the medic.
1: Okay. Okay, that makes sense. I. Uh, so and it's also just a small squad of people who are going into this in the first place, right? Exactly. And uh, so eventually, they when they actually get to uh, the rally point or whatever, where they get to the supposed like algorithm center, and they hack the system. Tech hacks the system. He finds uh, that the signal, the algorithm, if you will, it's not uh, binary. It's not technical. It's live.
0: Yes, it live. almost sounds human.
1: <sighs> oh. And so they digitize it a little bit more and sift through it, and what do they get? CT was it fourteen oh nine. Fourteen oh nine. I want to make sure I got that right. One four zero nine, also known as Echo. Echo, and that's we are on to episode two. Echo, yes. a distant echo. So, uh, a little background on this. Echo. Uh, he is another like original clone, one of uh, like Rex's like you know original brothers
0: broodmates
1: Broodmates, if you will clutch
2: mate i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Hatchlings. a murder Hatchlings. of <laughs> i love that everything now but is a bird is of a prey murder. why I not i mean come on uh,
1: so, but so um in it, there's a there's an arc uh, it's called i think it's just called like the citadel arc yes. escape from the citadel arc yeah. but it uh, it's uh, master tin or master tib I don't know. It's the guy who has like the extra long ears. It's like the even uglier version of Yoda. I don't know. I can't remember the Secy guy's Tine. name. It's not Stacey Tin, is it? I don't know. You have to look this up. I, I can't remember the guy's name. But it's just, this is the episode where he has half of the uh, al- algorithm and then Tarkin has the other half, if you remember that. This is where. Uh, uh, Tarkin is introduced in the Clone Wars era, I and mean, he's a very young man at this point. So it's very interesting, and there's also like he, it's also a fun arc just his because hair
2: has color and he's still just a gangly looking skeleton. Oh, man. He is, he
1: is the uh, winiest little like bitch <laughs> out there. So
0: this is Ceci Tin.
1: That's not him. Okay.
0: So you're thinking of I think Eth Koth then?
1: Maybe. Uh, this is going to be hard. I'm sorry. Again, <laughs> he has this. He has one eye scarred over. He has extra long ears, and he has like almost like a top knot. I, I'm trying to remember what they, what oh, his no. name was. Oh no, East
0: Koth is one of the ones that goes with, um,
1: oh, they, Mace Windu. Yeah.
0: Well, that so is to Tin. Yes.
1: Yeah. He's the, um... <laughs> Apparently
0: I'm stuck on that. It's not Kit Fisto. <laughs> it's definitely not Kit Fisto. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Regardless. I uh, but the, the, the end of that arc is them. They escape from this prison with Tarkin and this Jedi or whatever. They're trying to get this algorithm out and Echo stays behind to give them a fighting chance. And it's left up in the air. It seems very much like Echo has died until now, and it seems like
2: he's still alive. And that's what the... As always, if yeah. you don't see them die on screen, Where's the they're body? not really dead.
1: Yeah, that's very true, <laughs> especially with Star Wars. We've seen that with Boba Fett. We've seen that with Palpatine. Now we see it with Echo. Yep. Somehow so, Echo somehow. has come back. <laughs> somehow Echo survived. So that's, uh, that's where we're at. And also just... I like I had to do a lot of footwork on it because it was so many years since I had seen that arc, and I remember them being like Echo, and Echo was like a you know there was a stir of memory. I was like I remember this name, but I thought he was still around. Between him and Fives, Fives. was well, the other yeah, one
0: because Fives is then the one from season six, ah, right? With the uh, mm. uh, the inhibitor chip conspiracy,
1: conspiracy there which is a whole nother like bag of tricks that I had to explain. Yes. Uh, but we'll get there.
0: Yeah. Um, But, and I do believe that like echo and fives are part of that same squad. That was the eventually rise to the rank of Arc troopers. They
1: were the rookies. Yes. Right. They were part of the rookie arc or whatever, when they had to do the, uh, the training or whatever. I remember that.
0: Agreed with that. that. There is like a lot to unpack in the beginning of this episode. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I mean, this is also where we get some, uh, Anakin and (sighs) Obi-Wan. Yes. And so we see Anakin having a hollow conversation. Secret a, Zoom meeting. A Zoom meeting with Padme. <laughs> oh, my who God. Who looks conspicuously pregnant. And well, it's like, why good... didn't he just stand to the side?
1: Yes. Well, that's, that's what profiles all about, <laughs> yes. right? And she also does a very good job of just placing her hands. Hands on the belly. Covertly over. That's what
0: you do, though, when I you know. are pregnant.
1: Well, I was waiting for him to be like, are you upset? Did you eat too many jerkin fruits? What's up?
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> Well, but we also know that like he doesn't know this until... She saves it for him until like, he's back on course. That's how you get Coruscant. babies.
1: Yeah. Like he didn't know that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, if I'd have known that,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would have stuck it in sand. No, <laughs> never mind.
0: But anyway, um, not only that, not only do we have that conversation, <laughs> but Rex and uh... yeah, I mean, so then we have Rex and Obi Wan having a very interesting conversation, and then finally, as Obi Wan is walking away. He said he asks how Padme is doing. It's like
1: hope you said hi or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right? which is
0: like okay, so ah, he knows that they talk they're having secret dalliances on Zoom via Zoom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Space, Space Zoom, Zoom. hollow
1: net or whatever <laughs> yes. Well, so to that end, uh, are you familiar with the I guess it's like scrapped like piece of dialogue that was meant for the movie? I think it actually ended up in Revenge of the Sith novelization, but there is a, uh, there's a piece of like a uh, dialogue between Obi-Wan and Padme. Whenever he sees her at the apartments, this is after Order 66 has gone down, right? And he's looking for him. And so there's a point where he goes like, you know, he's like, you know, for Anakin's sake, I've always known about you too, but I've always acted ignorant because when you were around him, you always uh, gave him positivity, you always brought this light out in him that I could never do. And so for, for his sake, I remained, you know, ignorant to it essentially, which was like, it's almost heartbreaking in its sense. because like, he knew all this time. Yeah. Much like, I mean, we knew Ahsoka knew, yeah. you know, that was, that was the, that was the other side of it too. It's like, I understand, like, believe me, I understand or whatever. It's just like, oh, it's, it's, it's that much work. More... And just the, the look back that Anakin gives him is just like, well, this is interesting. Like, yeah. what does that mean? So,
0: yes, I think I mean, it certainly catches Anakin off guard in this capacity. Yes.
1: And Which also, again, I like the fact that this is another chance for us to see Anakin, like for a final time, really just be the hero that he's made out to be. Right. Exactly. So and he's along for the trip uh, for the trip, I should say, with the Bad Batch. We've already mentioned it with the, you know. Yeah. The yeah. Well, intro.
0: so the first episode, like he does appear at the beginning, along with uh, Mace Windu. Yes. Uh, but then they kind of take a back seat for the rest of the episode. But now, like the rest of this arc, Anakin is part of it.
1: Exactly. Hmm. Should also mention who they're fighting. Obviously, they're fighting the Separatists, but the main baddie. Wat Tambor. Wat Tambor. Well, also well, and Admiral, Admiral Trench. French, yeah. But yeah, the giant spider. So, yes,
0: Admiral Trench is a giant spider. <laughs>
1: I'll say the giant spider. Cy-
0: cybernetic spider, nonetheless. Yes, I mean, come on, because he and that happens because Star Wars. In Clone Wars interwebs, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then everybody's favorite technocrat from the Techno Union, Wat-Tambor. with the techno voice. He- yes, <laughs>
1: he's got to tune himself in exactly. Ah, uh, well, yeah. So, what when you find out that like it, the his experiment, like Watt Tambor's experiment, is actually. The body of the clone, the clone trooper Echo, and like you realize that he's literally just been in stasis for X amount of years during the war, and they've been using his brain to produce an algorithm to like help thwart each you know Republic uh, assault, if you will. And uh, now they realize what they're doing; they have to like disassemble him, and or they have to deactivate him, or whatever, or like disconnect him. Safely. That's kind of where this episode goes from there. And eventually they're able to do that and get out of there. And that's where I think it leads into the third episode, which is on the backs of Kiridax or whatever. Kiridax. Uh This is one of those episodes where they always have to throw it in. Like, honestly, like there's <laughs> there's, always a, there's always a point where they're like, well, you know what? We got to get the locals involved. Yeah. You know, it's. What's so, the local flavor? What is the local flavor of said planet that we're on? And I guess for Anaxis, it's like a bunch of tall, well, skinny. Or no, it's not on So axis.
0: Now they're on Skakos Minor.
1: Skackle Minor.
0: Which apparently is also the home planet of Wat Tambor.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, d- he didn't mention as much. And he? that
0: he is a native Skakoin.
1: <sighs> so he's like tech teched up. Okay, that makes a little more sense now. Okay. So that's why we can understand him probably too.
0: That's right. right. Yeah. I mean, I would. I, would have to <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah.
1: If he's anything like the primitives, like like the like the primitive species yes. or whatever that's there,
0: it was difficult to translate
1: exactly, it, unless you had tech because he records everything for a hobby. Yes, <laughs> that's just me.
0: And I uh, liked how you could see like the Arabic on the one side, and then like that other language language on the other side. That was cool.
1: It's a cool little detail. I'm sure it actually says something funny or offensive. Who knows? <laughs> but still, it's a cool little detail. And so this is a. It, they kind of were like, you know, just this movie that came out a long time ago that I really liked called Avatar, <laughs> and I kind of want to just ride on the back of those beasts. Yeah,
0: but we'll make them red this time.
1: I make them red this time, and you don't have to plug your. Ponytail
0: into it. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, oh <laughs> Avatar is such a bad it's, it's, thing. Why?
1: Why? <laughs> All right, we'll save that for the next episode. But uh, I Avatar you. minute.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unobtainium. Uh, but so, like, I, I mean, I, I always liked episodes like this. I'm, and I'm not. They're not my favorite. But this is one. Of, this was like the episode where I think I tuned out the most. Yeah. At least in the respect of like. Oh, they came across this native species, uh, and they're like, well, you know, we just don't want you to bring the war here. Surprise! They brought the war there. Yeah. You
0: know? Well, we well I guess of, now the least we can do is... Like,
1: fight back or <laughs> yeah. something, or fight for the Republic or something. And that's what they end up trying to do. It kind of works out, but ultimately it's like, ugh. It's just like a... it's It turns into a bit of a slaughter, I guess you could say. Yes. They do eventually make it out, but at what cost? At what at, cost? At what cost. So... I don't know, going from there. And then we are on uh, Unfinished Business. Right. right. That's the last one.
0: That is the last one.
1: And this is the one where uh, Mace Windu does come back a little bit, and he's uh, up in the air. He's he's showing off his skills. One of it, like This is one of the best lines he has in the whole show. And he comes down and he goes, he's like, I am uh, with General Mace Windu of the Republic Army. He's like, by this point in the war, I have dismantled, dismantled 100,000 of you battle droids or whatever. He's like, leave now, and I'll... I'll to make sure you're programmed for a better future or something like that. <laughs> it's like, what did you expect? I mean, I guess you can like, I don't that with the line like that, I never know if you can actually reason with a droid or not.
0: Well, and I, that is one of the funny businesses of the clone wars in particular, like the mm-hmm. clone wars TV show is yeah. that, you know, obviously they, they play up the battle droids for comedic effect. Very much. Um, That they do have like sent you know kind of feelings, sentience a little bit. But the idea that they actually would is kind of very unnerving if you really start to think about it. That's
1: what I'm getting at, and that's
0: why they work as bad guys. It's just like they will just keep coming in waves and waves until you physically run out of them.
1: And I mean, and you look at like a lot of the fights from the Clone Wars itself. Most of the time, it is just a wave of like droids closing you into a circle or backing you against a corner, is because. They don't fear it, you know. They get shot. They get shot. Someone replaces them. That's kind of what's terrifying about it. But again, the autonomy and like the silly voices of it all—like maybe they do have a little personality going forward. Who knows? And even going back to the Citadel arc, like there's there, part of that arc is R two D two has a squad of three reprogrammed clone or. Uh, programmed like battle droids that go with them. They're like painted blue and everything. It's really cool. Like it's it's a cool little detail. It's one of those things where I was like, I was happy I went back and saw it. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. And they also had the carbonite freeze themselves to get in. It was cool.
0: That was I remember that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But all the same. um,
0: do we know anything about the battle droids on Skako Minor?
1: Are you talking about like the the weird like thin ones? Yes. If anything, they might just be, like, Watt Tambor's improvements or upgrades or something like that. Or they could be his personal, like, battle battle droids. I don't yeah. know. Because I was wondering that myself. They were very, they, I don't know. Compare them very to. interesting. Yeah, compare them to your average battle droid. I don't know if they're any more or less effective. You know, they're a little <laughs> more terrifying, if anything. Yeah. You know, they kind of come off as, like, a predator. Local,
0: local variant, yeah. Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> So even to that end, I don't know, because you also have like there's like those special force ones that are like the stealth droids. Well,
0: like the yeah, the
1: commando droids. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, droids. the commando droids. Yeah, they have like the magnetized feet and stuff like that. So it, 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 it could be something along those lines. It's just it's just another variant out there. I mean, look at all the different freaking stormtroopers, man. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. They had to have another thing to package. I think at that point,
2: no doubt, there. more so. toys.
1: Yeah, more toys um i did like the fact that like uh when echo was like i'm coming with you guys he came back f- somehow he has his whole you know outfit back and he just has a hyd was like not even a hydra spanner a um oh what's it called like a data link or something like that yeah. for a hand yeah oh comlink. link and com-link. it's just it, it's just cool like he's just got a screwdriver for a hand gonna, like it, it's we're gonna just-
0: plug him into the computer
2: and he's gonna take care of everybody. I was gonna say, so he can just slice things now.
1: Yeah, just... that's his. That's his desirable mutation. That's slick. <laughs> well, it is because
0: what we Spoiler do know them. is that Echo will be part of the bad batch for the, <gasps> the TV show, which is very cool.
1: But moving, I mean, like even towards that, like the 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 final episode and the final battle where Obi Wan and Mace are being cornered by all the droids and they're being overwhelmed. and eventually, like, he sends that. Feedback thing to cause them to all overflow, like overload and eventually die out. I thought that was cool. Always great cinematography there and everything like that. But um, I also liked this episode for what it did for Anakin. Um, this was one of those moments where we got to see Anakin in his very, very angry state. Uh, that they, They've done a very good job of making him like not only admirable and like you just want to kind of root for him. But when he does evil things, you know it.
2: He can absolutely be
1: bad cop. Just <laughs> he's he's a Jedi over. bad cop. Well, even at one point where he goes like, "You can't kill me. You're a Jedi," and he's like, <laughs> "I have no such weaknesses." And I was like, "Wow!" Like yeah. <laughs> it was a really cool moment there, right there, and like just the snarl on his face, man. He was yes. inches away from like having yellow eyes there. I don't. <laughs> know, it was a really cool shot, and just like just him going up against Wat Tambor in general. Like Tambor is already not Wat. Um, Trench was already just a weird bag. Yes. I don't know. I liked through all through all the clone wars any time that they would bring in the Vader, you know, the supposedly him becoming Vader one way or the other. And this was just one of those moments where it's like he had nobody behind him. He didn't have like Obi-Wan there to stop him or anybody else. He had his own. It was his choice. Yes. And that was the choice he made was to eventually he was trying not to kill him to be fair. <laughs>
2: but I, I I USA. particularly liked uh, when Trench falls over and his it's, his arms oh. curl up like a spider because <laughs> I, I hate wait, spiders. No, I hate them so much.
1: I was waiting for him to like actually curl up like they do, like yes. they, they do that thing. It's <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of called that too. I was like, Oh. oh. And he just goes back down. Mm.
0: Yes, there's um something. Well, I guess I'm curious, Brian, because you're haven't really watched all of the Clone Wars, right? No.
2: This is uh so this is the this most this is kind of your introduction. Can, yeah, to this it. is the most concurrent episodes I've watched uh, at a time.
1: So even to that end, I mean I have you had any other experience beyond it? Have you watched like episode here or there? Or is Yeah, this-
2: so I've watched like bits and pieces. Um I watched like the movie. Yeah. And then <laughs> Oh <both> great. First <laughs> <laughs> Um, And I've seen a couple a couple episodes in the first season and it just it didn't quite catch me.
1: It's it's the first season's fault. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's even in these episodes, there's moments where I was like, God, this is a kid's show. Of course it is. Oh, yeah, man, this is a kid show. Di- writing dialogue is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you have to, Just like.
1: Imagine you're D Bradley Baker and you kids. have to do three different affectations of your voice. You know, it's yeah. like. Well, and
0: even at that, like, I feel like all of the uh, Clone Force 99, all of the Bad Batch, They'll have, have their own version of that. So exactly. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's up to seven affects now.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: we <laughs> That's
2: yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. But then beyond that, I have watched the final two episodes of this season. Just on their own, uh, because when they dropped, it was like, "Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> how you're gonna pay it off." I need to see this, so I'm excited to uh, go back and watch all of season seven and try and fill in some uh, some details that well, I wasn't quite privy to. I hope fair. you have
0: fun with the next arc.
2: Oh my god, this, this involving that, the
0: sisters—the
1: best arc of this whole thing. Forget about you know shattered and all that stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> the Mar- i don't. I'm waiting for the Martez show to happen. That's all I'm saying. Yes. If we got the Bad Batch, where are the Martise sisters or whatever? But,
0: yeah. That's next. So I guess my, you know, this is a question that we ask just to to kind of put us on a different foot for a moment. A question that we normally ask, and you always ask when we do our book club reviews is like, sell me on how to engage in this book. Is this a book that's worth reading? Is this, you know, is this a good gateway point to reading the books in yeah. general? So what do you think after watching this the first ev- first first four episodes of the seventh season of the Clone Wars.
1: <laughs> a show that would canceled almost a decade prior to season seven.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um I mean, having at least that amount of background knowledge kind of helped. Yeah. But it was definitely like, oh, yeah, I'm dropping dropping <sighs> yeah. in very yeah. much into the movie. I middle mean, like just the of idea. This of, story.
1: Like Clone Force ninety nine, like it that's a whole big thing. Yeah, like, like you, you, had you know guys
2: that. talking about
1: his name was 99 yeah yeah i i had no
2: idea i remember hearing that line and going oh i guess that's significant yeah all right (laughs) he's like i'm just like you
0: (laughs) yeah put this in the old data banks yeah (laughs) it's on. yeah
2: i
1: mean it is worth going back like i said i watched i watched i watched the citadel arc just to kind of get familiar of what happens to echo and Mm. just doing that was like it was thrilling yeah because again like this was something i put on in the background i like star wars and it was just like yeah okay there's some elements where i can tune out other elements where it's like oh my god like it's actually getting a little more mature and like you're you're falling into it and i think with season seven in particular like they're they know the audience that started with this show has since grown up and they're still trying to meet that but they also know that it's at the end of the day, it's an animated kids show. So they got to round it a little bit, Yeah, you know, but when well, I mean, that's, that's where like the, the, the weird interesting species with the birds come in. That's where mm-hmm. Wreckers' fear of heights come in. That's where <laughs> everyone being nerdy and all that stuff. It's that stuff comes yes. in. So to that end, uh, is there anything else you want to bring up? I can't think of any kind of final thoughts really.
0: Um, I mean, not too much, you know, I do, I guess to kind of try to go back and answer that question myself. Like I don't, I mean, I know there was a lot of buzz, and obviously, we're talking about this way after the fact that it came oh, out. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just because we
1: we're just catching up now, everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, uh, but anyway, you know, I think there was this idea that like, oh, like I'm I don't know the Clone Wars, but I'm going to jump into the new season of the Clone Wars, and I do think that's a bit of a mistake. Yes, like I think if if you can, and obviously we've I know you've talked about this quite often, Connor, that mm-hmm. there are like ideal ways to watch it yes. where you can kind of cut out some of the, the fluff and some of the stuff that maybe you're just like, I don't have time for this.
1: Like the more childish stuff.
0: I guess exactly. Um, without necessarily having an issue related to understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I think there's even probably a case to be made for, I mean, within this arc, we do see like a bunch of characters from like battlefront two. Yeah. Essentially, you know, like yeah. we see the arc troopers, we see the, uh commando trooper or uh commando droids.
1: So we get to see them do all their things. In other words, like mm-hmm. any other material that you would have had some kind of passing glance with when you're setting up
0: your troopers. Yeah. yeah. So even you if know. you just do that and they're like, okay, I'm interested in this, yeah. then that gives you that gateway. But the actual arc trooper program is described in other episodes. And it's,
1: that has it's own little arc too. Yes. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but honestly, yeah, it's it is a hard thing to jump into right away, but it's worth it. Like if you if you've at least watched the movies, you have some like understanding. It's a it's a good way to go at it. Ultimately, I would say that, you know, I think I think you and I would would agree that like season one, you can skip.
0: It, yeah, it's, it's pretty it's, except for maybe like the final arc.
1: Final arc is that's the uh, Cad Bane one, I think. Yep. And yeah, from there, it's just, it, it does pick up. And I think even season two had like the Mandalorian plot, which was like that was the big start. That's had the Darksaber and had, you know, the the uh, neutralization of uh, the neutrality, I should say, of uh, Mandalore and all that stuff. Right. I don't know. But again, that's I mean, for me, like when I when I introduced this to Eva and our and our friend and like we watched through these to kind of get them familiar with, you know, what's going on in the Mandalorian. I went through certain arcs to show them. Oh, here's where this pops up, and this yeah. is why that mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, so to that end, I agree. Like, there are little pe- pieces you can grab onto. I know if you're like us and we watch each one, like you'll definitely appreciate the nuances mm-hmm. and everything. But
2: I think I'll I'll get there. But yeah. I definitely agree, Andrew. This one was definitely kind of like a oh. Yep, I'm a tourist here. <laughs> but also yeah. I mean, like,
1: missing like, some I, yeah, context. De- yeah. <laughs> Especially with it just being what it is, like action oriented, though. I I I think you could appreciate Right, the, it's, the, it's not the as though. You,
0: yeah, it's not as though you can't follow what's happening. Yeah, it's not yeah.
2: completely uh like inaccessible, yeah. but it's uh there's definitely some some details. Yeah. Sure. And I would even
0: say like by the time this storyline is wrapping up, you're like, okay, I understand mm-hmm. like where where this kind of picks up from what the context is, but it's just like, if you want to have that context and be able to experience it that way, the first time there's definitely some stories along the way.
1: Exactly. So all the same, sounds good to me. Uh, I, anything else before we finish it out today?
0: I have no further comments on the clone wars, except to say that, you know, Next week we we are jumping into the Martez sisters. We're
2: not looking forward to I it. think obviously it, it, they're truly, you guys are really selling me on this arc. Truly <laughs> I can tell is you that. a
0: pretty profound, like it's very easy to rank like the three arcs of Clone Wars season seven.
2: And this one, this upcoming one is the best. <laughs>
0: That's right. <laughs> uh yeah. So I mean this is From a certain point. Yeah, of it's it's very this is very much in the middle. I think there's always an interesting Context when you have like a, a cl- an actual like clone focused story arc right. as opposed to some do tend to. I mean, a lot of them tend to focus more on the Jedi um, or we even see other things. It'll I mean the politics.
1: Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, even to that end, I think that's with next week and especially with you know, each season, I guess you could say like you you're, you're going to have some fluff in between and the next four episodes will be that fluff. It's not to say that it's bad. It's just you're I think especially considering that we're all waiting to see the inevitable finale, it's harder it makes it that much harder to get through yes. the next four episodes. But to that end, we'll save it for the next time. Uh until that time though, do we want to keep the tradition going?
0: I'm fine with that.
1: You want to get quizzed there, Andrew?
0: I guess it's my turn again. It
1: is your turn again. Let's Quiz find away. out. Let's find out if you have the same Star Wars opinions as everybody else. <laughs> Let's all right. Let's start off easy, okay? Which is your favorite original trilogy film? New Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi. Empire. Empire. I could have done that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, it says here that you uh, are with... 44 other people. 44% uh, Empire, 35% Jedi, and 21% A New Hope. That's kind of
0: surprising. Apparently, there are only millennials completing this.
1: Ah, but I love Return of the Jedi, so I'm with that.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm not arguing against that. But yeah, it's the oldest of the thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. I I think every Gen X and boomer that likes Star Wars would tell you that the only answer, the only acceptable answer Answer is is Star
2: Wars. That's fair.
0: Because there would be nothing else. If If it wasn't for Star
1: Wars. All right. How about this? Because
2: that's totally what the question's asking. Yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) What is your favorite part of the prequel trilogy? Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith.
0: (laughs) Revenge of the Sith.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, Well, a resounding 61% Revenge of the Sith, 20% Phantom Menace, 19%. Attack of the Clones. Surprising. Now, which is your favorite among the sequel trilogy films? Uh, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, or Rise of Skywalker? Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Okay. Um,
0: ooh. I'm probably not.
1: Wow. Not the consensus on this one. 44% voted The Force Awakens. I believe that. 35% <laughs> voted The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Only 21% <laughs> voted The Last Jedi. Now, that is some anger. All right, stop this. That's some anger. <laughs> All right, hold on now, hold on.
2: Y'all
0: salty. We're on to the spinoffs
1: now. Which one is your favorite? Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, Solo, A Star Wars Story, or Star Wars, The Clone Wars? Um, It's the movie. By the me. movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that Stinky.
0: means the answer is Rogue One.
1: <laughs> yes. With a resounding 68% Rogue One, of course, uh, 19% for Solo, and 13% for Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Aww. Okay.
0: Poor The Clone Wars.
1: Which is your favorite trilogy? The original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, or the sequel trilogy? The original trilogy. Obviously. 68% original trilogy, ninety How- percent sequel trilogy, 13% prequel
0: trilogy. All right. This has just been completed by a bunch of trolls. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, come on, man. All right, how about this? What is your best canon Star Wars show? What is the best Star Wars canon show? Star Wars, The Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, or The Mandalorian?
0: Oh, oh. that's a tough one. This, this is, is the hard. hardest one so far. This really By is. a lot. Yeah. Uh, they all have their moments. My answer will be
1: The Mandalorian. Yeah, that's fair. 76%. Agree with you, The Mandalorian, twenty percent. After that, for the, for the Clone Wars, and only four percent for Rebels. Wow,
0: that would have been my second choice. Honestly.
1: I only say it's four. I say it's four percent because only four percent of have people see seen it. it. Yeah. yeah, like they haven't taken the time to actually yeah, jot but, down. I mean, as that. much
0: as I love Clone Wars, after an episode where we talked exclusively about the Clone Wars, I would, I would still say I like Rebels more than Clone
1: Wars. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, to that end, I there are some Clone Wars arcs that, or I mean, Rebels arcs that like. Really move it out of the water. Yeah, and well, it's that that much closer to the original trilogy.
2: Too. Yeah, hearing you guys talk about Rebels uh, made me want to give it a shot, and I gave it an honest try, <laughs> and it just it, it it was even more like oh god. Well, again, yeah, you, you you gotta just gotta put yourself in. Well, you don't
0: like Freddie Prince Jr. as uh, Kanan and Listen, Listen,
2: no, he's good. I'm just like the yeah. No. You gotta put Mom, on your Pokemon like Twin Sons is is worth watching. Gotta put on your and Pokemon PJ pants. Went, okay, this is this is All right. tight.
1: PJ pants, you know, on a loose-fitting, like, school jersey or something like that. Get yourself a bowl of sugary cereal and sit down on a Saturday morning and just finish Rebels. Make you feel like a kid again. I don't know. Maybe. Sorry about that. Anyways. uh, So which uh, is your favorite leading lady of the Skywalker saga? Leia Organa, Padme Amidala, or Rey? (laughs) Rey. She says
0: Rey. Well, I appreciate that. Sorry. Um, My answer to that would be Leia.
1: Fair enough. Sixty percent for Leia, twenty nine percent for Ray, and only eleven percent for Padme. That's a little disappointing. (laughs)
0: Uh, she's really not like a leading lady, though. No, she's not in the sense that Leia or Ray are.
1: Here's an easy one: Who's the better scoundrel, Han Solo or Poe Dameron?
0: (laughs) Uh, Wow, Han Solo. So, because otherwise, this is an audio podcast. (laughs) Eighty
1: eight (laughs) percent for Han Solo, twelve percent for. I mean, he somehow never... Han Solo was. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't come off as a scoundrel. No, we only just found I've out ne- he was a smuggler in the yeah. last one. I
0: mean, come on. I have never bought that angle on Poe. He, I always
1: just figured the, him as yeah. like a flyboy, like yeah. An Ace. <laughs> yeah,
2: and hot take that whole storyline was not earned. <laughs> <sighs> exactly, not earned, not for developed sure, exactly. under a, like not even half baked. So
1: who's the most diabolical villain? And this is a this is a hard one. General Grievous, Emperor Palpatine, Count Dooku, Kylo Ren, Captain Phasma, or Darth Vader? <laughs> who's the most diabolical?
0: Most diabolical. I mean, I don't like that phrasing of that question.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, there's most evil, but who's most diabolical? Like, in your mind, what's diabolical?
0: I mean, like, diabolical would be like, who's the master planner? Oh? Uh, like,. I don't know. Who has the the grand vision? And then, so that in that case, the answer would be Emperor Palpatine. But mm-hmm. I think I would rather answer with Darth Vader. Fair enough. I
1: personally would have done Dooku. I'm thinking diabolical, and I think that's mainly just because he is more of a like a theater kind of person, anyways. <laughs> yes. So, but Darth Vader. Yes. Okay. Who? Wow. Okay. said Emperor Palpatine, while just 32% said Vader. 5% said Kylo Ren. 2% said General Grievous. And 1% for Dooku and Phasma each. So, wow. Wow. Yeah. Who's your favorite member of the Skywalker family? Anakin Skywalker, Padme Amidala, Leia Organa, Luke Skywalker, Ben Solo, or Han Solo? Wait, what? (laughs) What?
0: By merit?
1: I guess that's true. He's an in-law, but... mm.
0: I mean, they included Padme, too. But they could have... All right, so now here's a controversial one. I don't know that this is truly my answer, but I'm going to say Kylo Ren.
2: Ooh, like Ben, in other words, yeah. No, not Ben Solo, Kylo Ren. (laughs) Kylo Ren. (laughs) It's it's very... (laughs) They are different.
0: So I'm certain that Luke finished first. Anakin finished first. Leia finished first. Leia
1: finished first. <laughs> it took you a, a while. With twenty six percent, we have Leia in lead, followed by uh, Luke with twenty four, Han Solo with nineteen, uh, Anakin with fourteen, Ben with thirteen, and Padme with four. Padme's just getting the short she's, of the yeah, stick.
0: She's getting rolled up right now. It right, wasn't
2: Natalie Portman's fault, you guys. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Leave her Come alone. on, leave Natalie alone. <laughs>
1: Free Natalie. Uh. Hashtag. Which droid is your favorite? C3PO, R2D2, K2SO, BB8, L337, or Dio? Uh R2D2. Obviously. I think everyone can agree with that. And everyone undid. 49% said R2D2, followed by BB8 with 24. C3PO with 13. K2SO with 10. Dio with What? With three? <laughs> And L337 was one? What? That's disappointing. Nice. How does Dio beat L337? Mm. No. This Same isn't my-, my quiz. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> what? Who is your favorite member of the OG squad? El- Leia Organa, Han Solo, or Luke Skywalker? Han the scoundrel 48% said Han 34% said Leia and 18% said Luke. So Leia
0: is the most popular member of the Skywalker family
1: and the most member, like in second favorite for the squad anyways. Yes. Yeah.
0: But it's just interesting that they're not in order.
1: Well, that's also fair. Well, how about this favorite member of the prequel squad? We have Padme Obi-Wan. Oh, oh, well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> With a resounding 71%, we have Obi-Wan Kenobi, 17% for Padmé Amidala
0: and only 12% for Anakin. And so once again, Anakin had more support in the Skywalker family. Yeah. Then
1: it just doesn't make any knows. sense. And finally, your favorite member of the sequel squad, Rey, Poe or Finn?
0: Uh Los Rey. Ego.
1: Rey? Okay. Everyone agree with you. Fifty percent, fifty-seven percent said Ray. Twenty-eight percent said Poe, and fifteen percent said.
0: Finn. I mean, my my answer to my favorite part of the sequel squad, it would still be Ben Solo.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there's only a few more going forward here. If you want to keep going, we can keep going. Okay, who is the original? Who of the original? Sorry squad?
0: if you hear any jizz yeah. in the background. <laughs> yeah, anybody. sorry.
1: A little technical <laughs> difficulties. They're just banging on the walls here. Uh, who? Of the original squad, were you most excited to see return for the new movies? Leia, Han, or Luke?
0: Uh, Luke. Luke.
1: Uh, 45% said Han, 29% said Luke, and 26% said Leia. So Leia was the least likely to come back. Apparently. Apparently. Which squad would you rather hang out with on the Falcon? Original, prequel, or sequel?
0: Well, that's weird, because the prequel trilogy squad never was on the um, anyway, <laughs> my answer is original.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. It's just who would you want to hang out with? Original sixty percent, sequel thirty two percent, prequel only eight. Okay, <laughs> yikes. But who would you side with in the Clone Wars? The Confederate Independent, the Confederacy of Independent Systems, or the Galactic Republic?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, as this is a this is a contentious question. It's
1: true because um, with the inevitable outcome of said Clone Wars. Yes,
0: but my I mean I've long offered the pet theory that. The separatists might have been right all along.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: So that's my the answer. The
1: Confederacy of Independent Systems. With a resounding 62%, they picked Republic, uh, <laughs> the Galactic Republic, and uh, the CIS only got 38%. That's,
0: that's math.
1: That's math for you. <laughs> now, <laughs> who would you side with in the Galactics of War? The Alliance to Restore the Republic <laughs> or the Galactic Empire?
0: Um... Well, I'm not a fascist, so...
1: Uh, go for the Republic, or the Rebellion. With a resounding 81%. Rebellion. Only 19 percent for the Galactic Empire. Finally, who are you siding with in the latest war in the galaxy? Resistance, First Order, or the Re- New Republic? So there's actually three choices here. You're either <laughs> I mean, Resistance, you're either New Public. I guess New Public would kind of be, like, neutral, because that's kind of what their bag is. In the movies are <laughs> yeah. like, we don't want to fight! And that's what the Resistance is like, well, F you, we're going to fight! You know? <laughs> yeah.
2: In Starkiller Base, it's like, ah, okay, I'm you don't want my we're just going to blow you up.
0: Yeah, and the New so Republic no. is also just like, I'm going to bury my head in the sand and pretend I don't see what I see. Basically. So I guess I will be part of the resistance.
1: Yeah, got to fight, man. Uh, 77% said resistance, only 16% said New Republic, and 7% said the First Order. That's it. Not bad. Not bad. That is a consensus. So a concise.
0: few. Yeah. A few consensus picks. A few not consensus picks. It's
2: very weird ones, too. Yeah. I have to keep my eye out for some more fun ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm amazed they didn't ask you what your favorite, like, I'm amazed they didn't Lightsaber ask you- color. Lightsaber color. Or something. Yeah. What your
0: favorite blaster in the yeah. is. Yeah. Like. <laughs> no,
2: but like, why didn't they ask you who your favorite prequel squad character is? I want to answer Rick Olay. <laughs> oh my God. Right? Oh, come on. Yeah. That, oh, just who's your favorite
1: background character at that point? <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite NPC? Well, we were just talking about last week, we were just talking about the from a certain point of view. You know, we're eventually gonna do all three movies, right? What if they start doing with prequels? Maybe. Or the sequels for that matter? Rick Olay's gonna have an amazing story. His, oh his man. Story will be- <laughs> oh, the way he takes out all those asteroids and becomes an ace or something. <laughs> oh God, it's gonna be awesome. Yes. Uh well. Did you guys enjoy this quiz? Did you enjoy us reviewing? Uh, if you did, please let us know about it at our Instagram at Shot First Podcast, all one word, or get it at us at our Twitter at first all one word there. Uh, if you want to check out any of our episodes, future, past, present, all that kind of stuff, you can check us out on Spotify, or you can also check us out on Reggie's House Also, you can go to Apple Podcasts, and while you're there, please leave us a like, a review, a rating, anything like that. It helps just pump up the numbers. And if you want to send us any questions comments concerns or just topic ideas please don't hesitate to get at us email us at greetershotfirstpod at gmail.com that's greetershotfirstpod at gmail.com all one word and with that i just want to say this was fun i'm excited to come back next week and talk about uh, the martez sisters and just keep it going like because i mean every time i'm here with you guys I have a great time brian did you have a good time
2: I had a groovy time.
1: Oh yeah, I could hear it in the background. And hey, you have a groovy
0: time? It was a boring conversation anyway.
1: I'll bet it was, baby. <laughs>